I'm Jacob Tackett. And I'm Dylan Curtis. And this is the I'm Wondering Podcast. Well, hello everyone. What up? I am not looking forward to this episode in the slightest because it's fun for one because it's year one. We episode fifty two. Wow, we made it a year. Fifty two episodes. But it's also super sad because Jacob's leaving us. So this yeah. is his last episode on the podcast. As a host, I don't know if we could steal you away as a guest. I don't know what the legalities of that will be, so we'll find out. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I'm bummed. I, I'm I'm mad. I'm happy. I'm all sorts of things. I am a ball of emotion. I'm in a glass case of emotions, <laughs> as Ron Burgundy would say. You know, and now as I think about it, so this we knew this was going to be my last episode. Yeah. And then last night, Dylan texted me and asked me to play tennis. So I think he's going to take his aggression out on me. Yeah, today. I might I might give you some <laughs> rocking forehands straight to the body right. and hope hope that I hit you. Oh, it's like when we were kids, you remember when you'd play ping pong and then you play the pelting. Oh, so like if yeah. you lose a we point, ping pong. Yeah, you have to pull the back of your shirt up and yep. they get to take a whack at you. That's what's going to happen. We actually played that on Sunday night in students. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Glad to see the tradition is alive and well. I'll give you one guess the student who uh wanted to play oh i i'm not gonna say it yeah initials yeah no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put them on blast a b yeah i it's exactly who i thought would want to do it <laughs> oh that's so good <sighs> god students and, and he's uh, pretty good at ping pong so he doesn't really lose yeah points. well he's he's gotten really good at tennis too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so anyways so yeah that's what we're here to do today we're here yeah. to celebrate a year and we're also here to celebrate jacob and be sad about it also be happy for him. Yeah. All and ramble things. a little bit. We're going to ramble. We don't have hardly any prep. We just have a few questions we wrote down. We'll just share the year in review, how we felt about it, things we liked, didn't like. And you can always email us your thoughts on any of these questions at the I'm Wondering Podcast at gmail.com. It will only be me responding at this point. But yeah, that's all good. And the podcast won't die. Uh, I will start with having my wife on next week yeah. as a guest, and we'll talk about marriage, and she can share all the crazy things she has to deal with being married to me. Yeah, I'm so excited to continue this journey of just now being a podcast listener. Now you're a listener, yeah. That's going to be cool. The thing that kind of kills me is I was looking at the statistics the last two weeks, and they are our highest played weeks of yeah. all time. Yeah. It's like, dang it. But it's all good. Yeah. We're happy for you, I guess. I'm still a little bitter, but I'll get over it. Yeah. God, God's moving. God is working. God is moving. God's doing amazing things. And this is the nature of ministry sometimes, yeah. is you have seasons and people come and go, and nothing wrong with that. Nope. It's all about the kingdom. Yeah. If, yeah. Yes. If you're kingdom-minded, yeah. it's not about you. Yeah, it's never a loss when someone takes a position that they can grow more in. So I'm happy for you in that sense, and I'm happy for the kingdom, but I'm bummed that you're leaving. I know. (laughs) I'll try and not cry today. No promises. (laughs) But yeah, with that, with that sad (laughs) mixture of emotions, we're going to get into our year in review. Let's do it. 
Should we do like a four helpfuls list for this? Mm. No, we're not going to do that. We're just going to get into it. All righty. Year in review. Who knew we'd make it 52 episodes? I, honestly, it, I look back. So our first thing is like moments that stuck out. Um, yeah. And the first thing that popped in my head was, for me, a moment that stuck out was honestly the very beginning. Um, uh-huh. How it just kind of happened. And we're just kind of like discussing wanting to do a podcast yeah what what would it look like initially it started out kind of large and grandiose um and then it just kind of became you and i and yeah and deciding you know what let's navigate what this looks like and we started trying to come up with names of the podcast and what we would talk about and what we would do and and I, for me that was a big moment that stuck out was just kind of seeing how god orchestrated this yeah a over, now over a year ago yeah crazy um just to be a really incredible ministry something that we had i had zero experience in i don't yeah. think you had any i've experience never podcasted in my life in a podcast and what started out you know just kind of a little rough like the quality was always yeah. there yeah. but like the conversations yeah the chemistry, the chemistry how we can bounce off each other now and yeah. like know when the other's about to speak and we got that down now we did not have that we down when not. we started. We did not. And so it was just cool. Like, that was a big moment of seeing God just, like, plant a seed. And this is a ministry that we got to see a seed planted and yeah. watered. And now we're getting to see the harvest yeah. and the fruit. And that's been really cool. It has been really cool. And I I am literally shocked at how many plays we ended up actually getting it in It makes the no year. sense. We didn't end up, my hope was about 3,000, but we are just around 2,800. And that's still crazy to me because I expected it to be like 10 people a week. Right. So thank you to everyone who listens because that really is the reason we kept going. We weren't going to probably keep going if it was like five plays a week. Yeah. So, because this is hard work, it, it, it is. It takes a lot. Some episodes have taken a lot, and some have not. Yeah. Some have been really easy, but. There's been weeks where it's been in the trenches and research. Yeah. and Yeah, I had a cool moment the other day, a newer couple to our church. <laughs> uh, I went and introduced myself. myself. <laughs> wow. I have multiple personalities, well, apparently. There's truth there. And I, it was so funny to me because I had never met them. So, of course, I'm introducing myself. And they said, oh, we know your voice. And I was like, what? And they talked about the podcast and how much they enjoyed it. And I was like, Wow. What a cool, like, it, it just yeah. feels honoring when people listen, they appreciate, they engage with you over it. Because we work hard in ministry, and sometimes you don't get that. Mm-hmm. So it's been a lot of fun to get that with a lot of people uh, in regards to the podcast. A lot of people have said great, very nice things, yeah. and that's an honor for us. And distinguish, it's not a humbling thing, remember, because humility is for, for people who lose, all right? Let's just, so it's an honoring thing, right? Yes. So... Thank you for that. That's a moment that sticks out just in general is yeah. how many conversations we've been able to have around the church from the podcast. Yeah, it's cool to have like a conversation with somebody who 
hasn't gone to our church, but they're listening to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Fascinating. And one of my favorite, and now they're here. One of my favorite moments with that too is the the sheer amount of debate that circled around the hot dog <laughs> of a, if if it's a sandwich or not. Yeah, that that was a good moment. That's that's a later answer though. But I just that one it still makes me laugh because yeah. it was so contentious, and we still have those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. With ourselves and other people. Yeah. Overall, like some moments that stick out for me is um, there's a lot. I mean, there was some when we had Aisha on, that was awesome. When we talked about race relations, and I know that was a touchy one. And, and some people probably didn't like that epi- those episodes. But that was I, it was just great to hear somebody with a different perspective, to learn, to kind of see so, see the world through someone else's yeah. eyes. So that moment sticks out to me. And just like how our friendship has grown has stuck out to me. Like this is something that I think like we ended up officing together towards the beginning of, of yeah. me being here. And we kind of grew a friendship doing that. But I think the podcast more than anything has really drawn our friendship together. And I that's a moment or like a series of moments that I appreciate that is one of my biggest takeaways from the podcast that I love is that our friendship has really gotten a lot deeper. I agree. Um, I don't even remember how long we officed together. It wasn't... It was a little while. It was a decent amount of time. Because it wasn't until you moved to the downstairs space. The others. So it was probably like a year. Yeah, I would guess so. And I was like, I wonder how Jacob's going to put up with me. And then we got into just great conversations, even yeah. in the office. And that's part of why it's like, well, we had these great conversations when we were officing together. Why so don't we just we, record them? We could podcast together. This could work. Yeah. So, And I'm so glad that, that it did. It's been a real privilege and honor and enjoyment for me to do this with you. Agreed. Um, Good. When, I mean, we've talked about this before, but when I was interviewing with Life Church. Uh, they asked me, you know, what's some of the, your favorite parts of your job? And the first thing I said was the podcast. Um, and, I, and I truly mean that. Um, this has been yeah. an honor, and it's been fun. And I think, I mean, it. I don't mean to say, like, that Scripture isn't a cliche, but I think we use Scripture as cliches in the sense of, like, sure. iron sharpens sure, sure. iron. Like, sure. it is true. Like, iron sharpens iron, and they, this our time together has definitely been sharpening Oh yeah, um, for me. So. Yeah, me too. I appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate you. Because every time I say something that you don't <laughs> think is biblically or theologically accurate, you tell me, and then I yeah. tell you why I'm correct and you are wrong. <laughs> it doesn't happen really ever. That's the funny thing. Yeah, we yeah. didn't we didn't really like ever fight, which is something I appreciate. Yeah, um, about the podcast is that we're both level headed, and even though we have our convictions and we have strong convictions and we yeah. really believe in them. We're never going to like go at each other over that. And that's no. something I think needs to be demonstrated more. Uh, and podcasts are a great place, I think, to demonstrate that. Which then leads, I think, nicely, some of what we've been saying leads into our second question. Yeah. What did you enjoy most about doing the podcast? So, yeah, obviously, we've talked a little bit about that. But I also just really enjoyed uh, doing some research. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we are both in seminary. We're both doing master-level research and writing. Yeah. And it's exhausting. It Yes, it's very exhausting. <laughs> and so it's like, I it's weird to even say that I enjoy the research piece of the podcast. Yeah. Um, because I do it, like, every single day for a paper or a <laughs> test. But um, digging into, like, it's, it's different. Writing for academia. Yeah. 
obviously the research is different than this. Um, yeah. Like doing research on diving into social issues or, mm-hmm. um, you know, fruit of the spirit or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Like it was cool to just dig into research and how we can present it audibly rather than writing. Yeah. It was different. And I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, I would agree. The the research, but I yeah, I'm a sucker for research. If I ever get fired from whatever church I'm at, I'll just go into research. <laughs> Fair. Because yeah. that's my that's my thing. I love yeah. it. I enjoyed probably what I enjoyed most though with the research was also the challenge of it. Cause there were times where I'm like, how the heck are we gonna approach this? And how do we make this applicable? How do we make this for your normal congregant? And some of it we probably didn't, <laughs> let's yeah. be honest. But it, it's nice to take all that academia stuff like you're talking about and bring it down to the church level um, because it does matter. It's not just the longstanding issue is that seminary is like kind of removed from the world. That's the opinion a lot of people have. And it can be, for 100%. sure. Uh, but doing a podcast like this really helps you bridge that gap. And in bridging that gap, I think it really helps people's spiritual lives it helps them think something different it helps them challenge assumptions they might have so the challenge of bridging that gap was one of my favorite things that i enjoyed um and it was a chance for us like you were saying like it was a chance for us to exercise that stuff and it we both love to sit even off the podcast and have theological and biblical conversations it's something we're both naturally drawn to so it was nice to be able to to kind of yeah, put that out there through the podcast. Agreed. Teach in a teach in a different way, if yeah. you will. Yeah, because it's, and I don't want to just like ramble and like restate what you've said, but that's something I love about Denver Seminary is one, it is very astute. Yes, like, there are some of the most brilliant people in the field of theology and biblical studies and counseling yeah. and. New Testament, Old Testament studies, everything. Like, yeah, they're at Denver Seminary. Mm-hmm. Like, these are some of the most profound professors in the game. Yeah, we've had professors who left Dallas Theological Seminary, which is ranked pretty much as the number one seminary across the board, yeah. to come to Denver Seminary. Because I mean, Denver this is, is the place. Yeah, Denver is just extremely blessed and a wonderful place with amazing thoughtful, intelligent professors. I mean, it's an honor to go there. It is. And so when you have that, it's very easy to get the head knowledge. And I'm quoting easy here. It's not easy by any stretch of the means. But they are so pastoral. Yeah. And they they care about me as a person. They care, care about my character development. And that's been really cool to be able to take all of that and then just still be a personable, knowledgeable person. Yeah. But be able to teach people. And yeah. they've instilled that in me at Denver Seminary that I don't know that I necessarily would have gotten anywhere else. Yeah. 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 I love Denver. Great seminary. I'm excited to graduate in Shut December. Up. <laughs> Shut up. I was telling one of my classes, we did uh, like a Zoom and it was more intro, like, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but one of the things I said is like, I love seminary, but I think we need a break. (laughs) I think we need uh, a little bit of time apart from one another. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful seminary, but need a break. Yes. Is that Thanksgiving yet? It's not Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. At least this semester should be a little easier for me. Minus the grilling I'll get for my oral exam, but that's okay. So... 
Dylan. Yes. What was your favorite topic that we covered? Favorite topic? Oh, man, there were so many good ones. Um, the Trinity is my favorite. Yeah. But that's because I have a very deep, passionate desire to teach the Trinity more often. Yeah. Um, because I'm very convinced of how important that is at this point. So that's that's probably my favorite um, from a personal point point of view. But like I mentioned earlier, I think there's two that stand out and they're social issues. So race and politics. I think yeah. those are both um, episodes that I also really enjoyed. Um, race because Aisha was just wonderful to have as a guest and she did a great job and very insightful, um, very vulnerable and open. And that's got to be hard to do, um, especially in a society that kind of tells you to shut up sometimes, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I, her, her one takeaway that she wanted to give to the church still sticks with me, and it was, believe me. Um, God, and that's, so good. yeah, like so simple, but so profound and... And convicting. Yeah, like in believing other stories and not just trying to discount them. Um, especially those who are in groups that are more vulnerable, I think, to experiencing marginalization. Um, and I know some might even disagree with me on that and that's fine we can disagree um you're wrong but that's okay um and then the politics one i mean we've i have seen so much of politics seep into the church um and become more than anything a destructive corrupting part of church um so i really was thankful that we could sit and kind of pick that apart and focus on um the dangers of that because they're very real, they're very present, um, and I think they are very dividing at times. So, to have a good, solid biblical grounding um, instead of coming from a place of political leanings is so essential for Come Christians on. these days. So, I love doing that also because I am passionate about politics. I mean, I got my political science for my my undergrad. I'm I'm looking at my degree right now in Ooh. my office. So. I'm also very passionate about politics, but they need to be put in their proper place. And I enjoyed getting a chance to try and convince people that's what needs to happen. Yeah. So those are my two favorite topics besides the Trinity. Get it. So, yes. Yes. But I will move on from that. Oh, you got to pick something different. I'll pick something different. Because I, I was scrolling through the episodes because I'm like, what? All have we talked about? It's, yeah, Jacob was over here like frantically looking for I was his like, phone. Where's my phone? <laughs> like I know it's near, and then I found it. It was right next to me. But anyways, yeah, fifty-one other topics. I mean, yeah. there's a lot. Well, all right, not other. There were two parts a lot yeah. there. And so, actually, some of my favorites were two-parters. Yeah, yeah. So the first, um, I where did it go? We had cultural Christianity. Shh. Oh, sorry. Okay. I won't name them off. I could have just uh, pulled them a, up. Like, here's a fun one that I did enjoy. Uh, the Naked Saint was a fun one. Oh, yeah. St. Francis. St. Francis was fun. Um, I loved Once Saved, Always Saved. Of course you did. That was a good one. You little Arminian. Um, 21st birthday was fun. That, uh, yeah. Uh, women in Ministry. Yeah. Uh, I loved that. Yeah, Amy did a wonderful job with that. Loved that. There was, uh, I missed it. No, there's politics. Bible characters. Oh, the mental health episodes. Oh, That's yeah. That's what it was. I was like, what? I know what it was. But yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. 
I think it was profound um, in many ways um, with authenticity, transparency, but also just saying, yeah, I struggle with yeah. my mental health. Yeah. And God still loves me. That was a hard, that took a lot for me. That, yeah, those, that was a yeah. hard two episodes. They I don't think there was a, a light moment in there was those it. episodes. Um, but it was great just to sit in that tension and sit in that mess and just Oof. say, yeah, God's meeting me here and he's going to carry me through. But yeah. guess what? It still sucks right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mental health is a real problem and there's plenty of it in the church. Yep. And so, yeah, I really liked that a lot. Um, barriers to Christianity. I, that was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we covered some hard stuff. We covered some hard stuff. I'm still stuff. surprised we haven't gotten into more trouble for that. <sighs> I expected someone to critique or yeah. be upset with us because we said some hard stuff. Mm-hmm. But people bared with us. They did. Thank you. And as I was looking at our list, I do want to go back to some uh, moments that stuck out. Was We did have people reach out and have questions. Yeah. And... Um, ask for, have some listener requests. And so for me, that was really cool because it showed, yeah, people are listening and people are growing and people are stretching themselves yeah. and breaking down some preconceived notions or yeah. ideals of things that they've grown up with. So I thought that was really cool moments. Yeah, I don't, this is one of the struggles with the church in general, I think, is we don't always have a good space to ask those type of questions. Yeah. So it was nice to have the podcast, like you're saying, to create that space for people to ask yep. hard questions where we can spend time on it. We can spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes. It isn't just like a, here's your quick answer. Yeah. Cause we don't really get that. And in a lot of places it's going to stay, it's still going to be a space. Yeah, the podcast will be here. It's I'll somehow march on without Jacob. What's the next question? The next question is <laughs> what was your favorite debate we had? I mean, we, we didn't, didn't debate, debate. a time. Um, I was going to, I mean, Communion was one of my favorite episodes, even though it was very recent. And we yeah. had, we kind of debated, but not really. Yeah, you realized um, I was right. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess it's really, I don't know how to answer that question. Well, I do. Oh, It's good. the hot dog debate. Uh, here we go. I love it. I just love how much you and I got into it about if a hot dog is For insane, 27 minutes. I was pretty sure Hannah was about to like leave me at some point because she just <laughs> was sick of me talking about, talking about hot it. dogs but and hamburgers like we had several, and sandwiches. Several people who like they're, oh, our family's divided. We don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it is a sandwich. He doesn't think or vice versa. It's not. It was just funny. Yeah. I, it's just, it was such a silly debate and it's still a silly debate, but it even came up at uh, a dinner I had over at my in-laws. Um, some of Hannah's cousins and oh, her family were fantastic. in town. And it came up like, this is probably a month and a half ago, two months ago. And we talked about it there too. And it's uh, just, who knew that such a silly question could iconic. be could be debated by so many people. <laughs> That's wild. So it's my favorite because it's, yeah, it's pretty funny. And, and like, we never really debated in the traditional sense. Uh, it was always a conversation, which again is what I, what I, one of the things that sticks out to me that I appreciate is that we had reasonable, level-headed, respectful conversations. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like maybe we didn't agree on something, but 
like our friendship and the way we treat each other is always, and this is the case across the board for everybody, is always more important than yeah. being right about something. And what I appreciate about our relationship is like at the end of the day, like if we disagree on something, like still, I would think privately and publicly, like you're going to support me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We agree or not. Yeah, 100%. And that's yeah. important. It is important. And it's something that, um, what was I? I, I had a thought. Unless I'm off talking. the podcast in two weeks and Dylan's like, all right, Jacob's gone. Let's tell everything he did wrong. Yeah, let's put him on blast. Put him on blast. No, I would, <laughs> I know. I would never I know. do that. Oh, that's what I was going to say. What I appreciate about you when we do disagree beyond just the respect in the, the, the way that we treat each other is that you know why you believe what you believe. Yeah. I do get upset, and it's harder for me to be patient with people who hold beliefs that they don't understand, which, again, part of the podcast, that's something we wanted to help a lot of people with is to challenge them to kind of uncover and, yeah. and challenge why they believe what they believe because I think that is one of the biggest threats that Christians face yep. um, is just kind of believing but not knowing why. Yeah. And it's a huge reason why a lot of the world looks at Christians as not a academic powerhouse. Like yeah. Christians used to be the forefront of academia. Most of history. Most of history. And now it's like, yeah, Christians are idiots. It's because yeah. a lot of reasons. But yeah. one is people don't really have an understanding or know why they yeah. believe something when they're saying it. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to have everything figured out right now before you have an opinion or a belief about oh, something. Oh, sure, sure. But I'm, I think we would challenge you to like, well, why don't you dig into that a little bit? Yeah. And then let's have a conversation next week. And you can change your opinion. Yeah. There are things over the last two years that I have changed my opinion and stance on because yeah. I've looked and discovered more information or things that compelled me to a different opinion. I'm not ashamed of that. Up until, let's see, mm, 2016, I didn't believe women should be pastors. Wow. Hey, what and do you know? That's not that long ago. No, it's only and five years ago. And now, put it on record, I've, I've said it before, it's like, I will never work in a church again that does not empower women to be pastors. Does Life Church empower women to be pastors? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. They have a woman, uh, I mean, women pastors all throughout the organization. Sure. Can't one, they have one female campus pastor right now. Yeah. Um, which I assume will, they will continue to grow that. But yeah, I will never work for a church that yeah. doesn't call women pastors. You know what I just realized is we're talking about you leaving and all of this, and you've brought, you've said Life Church a couple times, but we didn't really go through what position you took. Maybe we'll talk about that at the end. Sure. Okay. I'm wondering okay, okay. question. So what's the next question, Jacob? So we didn't have an exorbitant amount of guests. Oh my gosh. We had three, right? I mean, Aisha, Aisha Amy, Amy, Lucas, Andrew. Oh, okay. We had four. So of those four, rank them top to bottom. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Oh, I, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm fine. Right. I'm it. here for it. All right. Uh, Who was your favorite guest? Well, and two of them I know don't listen to the podcast, at least two. So it's okay. They won't even hear it. Huh. Uh, my favorite was Aisha. Uh, again, just because it was such a different perspective than what we understand as white, yeah. middle-income American men. Um, so just the eye-opening part of that. The next was Amy. And again, just a different perspective of what women face in ministry yep. that will never face as men. Oh, and I'm um, thinking about that episode. Like, we just, 
I don't even think we scratched, even scratched no, the surface. No, like we we're, didn't. We're blowing the dust off. Yeah. And Amy, just as a as a pastor, she's a pastor's pastor. She's it's, just, her heart is gold. She's a gem. Um, so it's always nice to just get in the room and talk with Amy about yeah. anything because she's awesome. Um, then would probably be, I'll just tie Lucas and Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I love them both, but they're kind of squirrely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they were fun. They weren't bad guests. Don't get us wrong. No, Lucas and I had a lot of fun. Um, and what was different with Lucas is it was just Lucas and I. So you weren't there with like, like you were with Aisha, Amy and Andrew. So it was fun to do it with Lucas. Um, but it felt more like just normal. Like, yeah, this is just the kind of conversations we have. So, and then Andrew's one of my best friends. So I'm used to talking to him all the time. Yeah. So Aisha and Amy just gave us such different perspectives that's probably why i like them more yeah so for me again hands down like i love all of them but aisha was just i love that girl yeah she was killer she is absolutely fantastic as a person um as a child of god as Mm -hmm. a preacher as a pastor um she has a gift Yes. And just being in the room with her was fantastic. Getting to hang out with her was fantastic. It was edifying. Um, mm-hmm. I felt built up. And the things she had to say was yeah. real. Yeah, they were hard to... Some of them are really hard to ex- to accept. Yeah. And so, I yeah, it's hard. She was a friend first yeah. um, before she was on the podcast, so I'm a little biased there. But, yeah, y'all, she's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's over at Ascent. Yeah, she is their prayer pastor. Ooh, I, I makes sense. Yeah, I and she's it. also on like their. They have a couple different. The way they structure, they have a couple different councils, and so I think she's mm. on the, some council that helps, um, Pastor Bill. I think that's his name. Um, just kind of like make sure his character stays, good, and he's like sure. leading the church well. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Cause that is a huge struggle for pastors. That's not it's it's not a given just because you're a pastor that you're yeah. like spiritually put together or that life is all great. Like pastors A deal with human issues like anyone else. Yep. We have to deal with emotions and and unlike most people, we're not only carrying the burden of like our own person and the stuff we go through, like we're helping carry the burden of yeah. other people. And that can be very draining. And so to to have people like they have a descent with that yep. setup to like make sure you're doing good. Like, what do you need? Check like and spiritual health. And it's real important, and I'd love to see more of that yeah. be built into church staffs. For pastors. I've heard a lot, you know, from a lot of friends of mine who are lead pastors who say it's it is lonely at the top. Oh yeah, yeah. You have a lonely. lot of friends, but not really. Yeah, there's not, and it's it's proper. It there needs to be a line at some point. For sure. Um, but yeah, you don't have a lot of people can't relate. That's a big struggle too, right? Yeah. Like that's why you need other pastor friends and yeah. people that can relate. Like even us, like we're on staff at a church, we're pastors at a church, but it's like even then, like we can't relate yeah. to a lead pastor because Yeah, it's a different world. It's a different world. Yeah. And it's like you say you have four hundred people in your church, like you have four hundred different opinions on who you should be and that's not no one can live up to that so that's that's part of what makes it lonely too is you're never gonna probably fully satisfy everyone and you just need to live by your conviction at that point because it's not there's no there's no way you win that game no so but it is draining so that's an aside we just really took but 
that's cool that they do that. Yeah. And she's uh, she's perfect for that. And then it. they also have a, a separate council. It's like the lead pastor's doctrinal council. And so they're making sure that what he's preaching, what he's writing before he preaches it is like biblical and oh, that's awesome. theologically astute. Can I get and, can I get just like a side membership in that? Right. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. It's a great idea. A lot of bad teaching out there. <laughs> <sighs> we ain't and, got time for and that. Not Plenty of times it's not on purpose. Oh. It just slips in there. Sometimes it slips in there from, you know, just a lack of care, honestly. But, yeah, that's good that they have some checks and balances. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next question. Uno mas. Well, there's the I'm wondering at yeah. the end. But, yeah. Uh, what will you miss most about the podcast, about doing the podcast? Man, uh, I mean, a lot. Like, we've talked a lot. Like, obviously, yeah. we have said this at ad nauseum, but, like, our friendship will last. Our friendship yeah. is going to go beyond the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's like a like a small subsect of our friendship sure. that is the podcast, and so oh, I yeah. miss that a lot. Yeah, um, we have a lot of really fun conversations mm-hmm. pre, during, and post podcast. Yeah, um, in your office that um, I treasure. Um, but also, like, I'm just going to kind of miss. I will miss a lot, like the conversations with our listeners. Yeah, in the lobby, for sure. Um, like Rhea Hoops, like I love her. Oh yeah, she's and awesome. I always love having conversations with her regarding the podcast or just in general. Yeah. Um, Julie. Julie um, always gives us like the the big summary. Yep. I haven't heard from her in a few days. Julie, where are you yeah, at? She's she's busy. Yeah, I know yeah. she is. She'll she'll hit us up. But like just those conversations, like I treasure them a lot. Um and I'm gonna miss those things. Um but also I'm not gonna miss Listening to my voice on the pod, like on episodes, because I have a really weird voice. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to miss that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of things. There's going to be a morning process. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm excited, like I said, to become a listener, like an actual listener and not, you know, just listening for a, sure. a, a listen on the on the tally marks or just to make sure I didn't say anything weird or <laughs> things like that. But yeah, um, I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss a lot, yeah. but yeah. this was a year, a little over a year of a treasured memory that will yeah, for sure. be for very sure. cool to have. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll institute a what would Jacob do section. <laughs> That's our version of WWJD. Yeah. What would Jacob do? And How would he approach have, this? You wouldn't have to change the wristbands. Yeah, yeah. We would already have the wristbands, the Man, branding. I feel like that's sacrilegious. It is. Uh, we we could make <laughs> shirts like... We're not going to copyright infringe if yeah. you were listening. We'll do like a... Maybe we'll do like a Where's Waldo, Ooh. except it's Where's Jacob. And we'll have a map of the U.S. and see if people can locate you. Yeah, I don't think people care that much about me, but... Oh, uh, that's not true. Yeah. There are plenty of people who are very sad that you were leaving, myself yeah. included. So, yeah, uh, obviously I'll still do the podcast. You will. So I will miss you most uh, in that process. Yeah. So that will be hard. I mean, but to be fair, yes, you're going to miss me in this process, but you do get to gain your wife in this process. Yeah, at least for that so, episode. We'll see if I yeah. can sucker her into some longer term. We haven't talked about it, honey. Sorry. <laughs> But you're, you're locked in. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but her and I, uh, I was saying before we got on, like her and I have very similar conversations to what Jacob and I have. But the thing I love most about those conversations with my wife is that she always does a good job of like bringing it down to 
Like, why does it matter? Yeah. He, she doesn't get lost in the clouds as much um, as I do. That's for sure. And but, what could be nice, though, is like you can, I mean, our microphones, that interface, your computer, you can take it home. Oh, I'm going to make her come in. Oh. <laughs> you could do it at the dinner table. At the table. Yeah. That's the new at podcast At the dinner name. table, yeah. No, because this microphone, I'd have to lug back lug and forth. Back and, that's yeah. true. But yeah, that's what I'll miss most. I'll miss you most yeah. about the not being on the podcast. But yeah. I'm glad it will continue on. We'll see how much those numbers dip. Huh. <laughs> they won't. They might. Who knows? Nah. We'll find out really who people come to listen to. Well, that's not true. I, and I, I won't be offended if it was mostly you. Anyways. <laughs> hey, look at this. I haven't even cried. Dylan, I'm wondering. What are you wondering, Jacob? Where do you see yourself in five years? That is a big question. And I a- we ask this because, one, it's like that classic interview question. You know, sure. You're looking for a new job. I actually didn't get that question um, when I was interviewing with Life Church, But, um, one, I think it shows, like, some critical thinking, but also shows, like, some self-reflection and yeah. um, some goals and some aspirations that you have in life. And it's not like asking a question to be like, reveal anything but more so just what's god doing yeah yeah it's a it's a great question and actually the the zoom i mentioned earlier for one of my classes she asked like what are your future plans Mm. uh and i had said in that which is pretty funny i said i've stopped asking god for my five-year plan because it's the five-year plan has never been what i thought it was going to be and I'm really thankful for that in a lot of ways because it means I've seen God work in a lot of ways in my life, even when I don't realize it. But when I look back, I kind of see it. Um, so in a certain sense, I don't plan too much for the next five years because I'm doing my best to trust God uh, and the Holy Spirit to lead me, as difficult as that is as yeah. a planner. Uh, my wife is also a planner, so we kind of struggle with that. But hopefully, one of the key things is two kids. Uh, that's what I really, really look forward to. And then, like, ministry-wise, I'm getting my MDiv, obviously, in December. Woo! Um, How I've, many days? I don't know. I, no. I'm not counting. I, I just am week by week, head down. Day by day. Make sure I do a good job as I finish. Like, that's all I care about. Yeah. Um, it will come. And it comes one day at a time, doing our homework. And you know the drill. Because if you look at the whole semester, sometimes you feel like, I'm going to quit. This mm-hmm. is too much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, looking forward to getting my MDiv. That's that's a milestone. That's probably the one thing I'm most proud of besides being able to convince my wife to marry me. That is the thing I will be most proud of in my entire yeah. life because um, it was the hardest thing I ever did in my entire life up to this point. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, f- I personally feel a very strong call to be a lead pastor um, so that is the goal. Um, wherever that is, whatever that looks like, I don't know at this exact moment. Um, but I do know that God's calling me into a lead role. I've had people close to me in my life affirm that, um, call that out in me. You yeah. were one of the people who called that out in me. Um, and other just people I'm really close, people who know me, who really know me, see yeah. that in me. Um, and I, and I push that away. I had moments like throughout life where I kind of not a vision, but kind of saw like that being something I would end up in and was always like, yeah, it's kind of like how I came to be a pastor. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm like the type that would like to stick in like a, like no more than 600 people. Like I'm a smaller church kind of person. I learned that here. We talked about that 
last week or the week before. I can't remember. So yeah, I would like to be in a lead role. And if it's the right person, I'd be happy to co-lead. Um, but yeah, being a lead role, probably an emphasis on adult education, discipleship, those sort of things. Yeah. Um, that's really my passion are, are those to help people grow more. Um, and churches serve different functions. So no church has to be like right. only evangelistic and some churches are, and that's great, but there's plenty of good discipleship churches out there. And so that's, that's where I see myself in a lead role, nice. whether that's the exact next step or whether that's right. like two steps from now, I, that's where I have to kind of lay it at God's feet and say, I'm going to trust you. Um, and you know, that worship song, I've seen you move, you move the mountains and I know you'll, I'll, I'll see you do it again. That's kind of been the story of my experience with ministry, um, is God, it feels like God's moved a lot of mountains. And so I'm just sort of trusting him with that. But that is, I have a very, very strong lead or call towards being a lead pastor. So that's the goal. Boom. What about you? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of in the same vein where I try not to make too many plans because God has other p- ideas. Um, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not no, our thoughts. Absolutely not. Um, and so I kind of approach this question with like, I am available. Yeah. Open hands, open mm-hmm. heart, open mind. Um, God have your way. Yeah. Um, which is scary. Um, but if I'm being honest, I hope, I pray that it's with Life Church. Um, yeah. Guys, I can't tell you enough the respect that I have for this church as yeah. in this organization. Yeah. They are phenomenal. Yeah. I think a lot of people from the outside looking in give large churches a bad rap. Sure. People will call Life Church a mega church. Um and they would wholeheartedly disagree with you and they would push back against calling them a mega church. They would just say they are a group of people with a mega vision. Yeah. And they are doing phenomenal stuff, and I know God has led Caroline and I to this church for a very specific reason, and we are very excited um, to see what God does yeah. in our lives and then how He's going to use us yeah. um, to further the gospel and to bring people into the kingdom and to rob hell. And yeah, I am so excited. Um, this church is phenomenal, and so I want to be there for the rest of my life. Um, We'll see what happens. God is God. Um, but I also think God knows the desire of our hearts. And I sure. Think not to discredit any other church or any other yeah. place that I've worked, but I think yeah. God has used everywhere that I've been to prepare me, my heart, my ministry, my mind for this next season of yeah, ministry. For sure. And I truly believe that. Um, this is where yeah. I'm, Life Church is where I'm meant to be. This is where God has designed me to be. And I am excited. To yeah. see what the future holds. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Again, sad, but very yeah. excited for what God's going to do and how you're going to grow. Getting planted in a, a bigger box. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll do a quick overview because yes. we are yes, 42 please. minutes in. I'll do a quick little overview of what my role is. So right now I'm, I have been hired as the Associate Life Groups Life Missions Pastor. So at the base level, um, Life Groups Life Missions exist to lead people from the comfort of the weekend experience into their God-given purpose through trusted relationships. That's why Life Groups Life Missions exists, to meet people where they're at on the the weekend, and then to bring them into life groups, small groups, faith groups is what we call them here, and help them move into who God has called them to be 
through a mentored relationship with a group of people. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful, and I love that. Um, and so that's what I will be doing is pouring into life group leaders, community leaders, to empower them to pastor their life groups and their people yeah. um, to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And then on the other side, the life missions piece, they put life groups and serving into one role. Sure. And so then I will be responsible for finding local partnerships, both Christian and non-affiliated, you know, non, yeah. not Christian organizations to partner with them in the city and to get people from our church, our life groups, there serving. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And it's, it's a super cool role. So I'm in the associate level. So basically what that means is I'm going to come in and learn under a life group, life missions pastor at a campus and just learn the culture of life church and how things are done and just be developed as a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and then typically from six months to a year, 18 months, then they will place me at my permanent location yeah. when they feel and I feel that I'm ready for that. Yeah. Nice. So that's scary, but also exciting because yeah. getting developed and then seeing, calling things out of me, gifting, giftings and growth areas and yeah, having people in our lives see our potential and sure. then help us getting there is everything. Yeah, and they absolutely. are all about that. Bring them in, develop, send them out. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's biblical somewhere. Somewhere, I think it's somewhere. <laughs> Is it in uh, Habakkuk? Mm. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Habakkuk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. You're going to do a great job. I have nothing but confidence in you, um, in doing your role and the quality of character you have as a brother in Christ, like you're going to kill it. And I'm excited for you, (sighs) but I'm sad. Yeah. We still have time. We still have time. (laughs) My last day on staff here is the 15th of September. Then we go on vacation um, and then we hit the road. We're going to sign the papers on the sale of our house on the 28th and then hit the road. Wow. That morning. Yeah. Guys, it's been an honor. Yeah. Yeah. In the words of the great movie, I love you, man. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good movie. Oh, gosh. I love you, too. And uh, for the last time, I'm Jacob. And I'm Dylan. And this is the I'm Wondering Podcast.